are now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today I talked to Vinny Chopra and he is a real estate investor. His story is really inspirational. He started from $7, came to America and made an investment portfolio worth $300 million. And it was really great just getting to know more about how he built up his wealth and how he built his business and what he does for his job and he gives a lot of advice for teenagers and people that are older to learn more about the real estate business and how you can also get into it i do want to give a disclaimer that Vinny approached this in his way of course there's no standard way of approaching the real estate industry nobody goes into it with the same rigid schedule and the same mindset so this is just his advice and how he approached it i think it was a really interesting interview and i really learned a lot not only about real estate but just about life and jobs in general and i think you guys will find it interesting as well so without further ado here is the episode with Vinny chopra all right so the first question i ask everybody is what is your story who are you and what do you do perfect perfect i'm really privileged to be on your show and uh, actually i'm from india originally i came almost 40 some years back from india i had seven dollars in my pocket and i'm an engineer mechanical engineer but i wanted to pursue further studies i always had goals set to come to usa even when i was in high school by the way you know, and then I, of course, did the engineering there, mechanical engineering, and I came out here uh, with $7 in my pocket, but with a dream, you know, dream in the land of opportunity, like we call it, USA. Went to George Washington University, and I remember, distinctly, I remember after about three, four months, uh, one of my friends said, oh, what are you doing for summer? I said, I don't know. I just came from India. I had thick accent. Nobody could understand. Uh-huh. People can't understand me still, <laughs> you know. But that's how, you know, he said, oh, would you like to come and, you know, sell books door to door? I said, what? Mm. He says, yeah, you know, we go to this town and this company trains us and then we go out and sell door to door books, encyclopedias and educational books and Bibles also, Bible books and all that. And that's what I did, by the way, back then. You know, that cut my teeth in sales a little bit more. And Mm -hmm. then I just kind of put my engineering behind. Can you believe it? I always wanted to be an engineer. But then I said, maybe I'm cut out to be in a, you know, relationship building business outside. Could you elaborate more on your current job title and what you do at the moment? Oh, sure. You know, right from those selling books like three summers, uh, till and what I did was I got became a promotional consultant and a motivational speaker for over 35 years, over 35 years, you know, and then I became a broker, California broker. I, we live near San Francisco right here. And uh, that's when I realized, oh my gosh, you know, maybe I need to do something different, you know, along with my motivational skills. Can I get into commercial real estate? We had bought some single family homes, uh, many of them, you know, over the years, and they were giving a little bit cash flow, passive cash flow, we call it. But then I said, you know, why don't we look into commercial? And that has changed my life in the last 14, 15 years. 
we have done lots of great acquisitions of apartment buildings. So that's my specialty right now is to buy apartment buildings. I bought like 14 unit apartment building. I bought wow. duplex also, fourplex also, but then 14, then 109, then 150, then 160, then 200. And we just closed on another one, 27th one. <laughs> wow. So, wow. So did you always know that you wanted to work inside of the real estate industry from an early age? Not really, not really at all. Till and see, wow. that's a very tremendous, what you just asked me. Many times we have aspirations, right? We set goals mm -hmm. to become some, per some person and then we find out maybe that's not enough, you know? And we set mm -hmm. a new goal and a new goal and new goal. So that's what I found. I really wanted to be an engineer. I became one, worked in Bombay in heavy fabrication master planning but then I resigned and came out here for my MBA. But mm. after I did my sales and marketing career, I said, you know, I really want to do something more special. And that's when I dug into the single family home, uh, rental homes. But then mm. when I discovered mm. the multifamily, just, you know, logical mind, right? Engineering mind, mm -hmm. that if we have 20 different homes scattered all over, it's so hard mm -hmm. to take care of them, right? Yeah. But exactly. if you have all 20 homes in one place or 20 units, we call it, right? Apartment mm -hmm. homes, where we call mm -hmm. it. So that way we have only two, three roofs to take care of, only one transaction, even the loan qualification process is very simple and easy to do that. That's what mm -hmm. I got, you know, it really cut the uh, bug of it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I just mm -hmm. kept on buying and buying and buying. Then I got introduced with syndication model. What is a syndication? Mm -hmm. Syndication is like pooling the money together from family and friends legally through SEC ruling. That's a Securities and Exchange Commission ruling. So it's a very, very good field where you can help other people who have money, they have saved money, they are earning money, but they have not that much time to purchase an apartment building, for example. Mm -hmm. But we purchase an apartment building and sell portions of it as shares. That's how it is. Yeah. Wow. So can you talk a little bit more about the jobs that you had before real estate? And you talked a little bit about that engineering mind that you had that helped you with real estate? What are some other jobs that you did that also helped you on this career? Totally, totally. I would say definitely, like I was working on a, uh, you know, uh, I would love to let your audience know it's good to really be working hard. Like we were working 80 hours a week, by the way, wow. not 40, but 80 hours. I was a young man and we were, you know, in shorts and selling books and encyclopedias. It was a worthwhile cause, but at the same token, it gave me a lot of, uh, what's the word, perseverance, uh, how to handle rejection, you know, how to really uh, organize your day better, prioritize mm -hmm. things. So those things really helped me. Then when I became a consultant, I was really a big failure, by the way. <laughs> I want to say wow. that. I was a, at the bottom of the pile in this company. 
here selling books encyclopedias i did really well but then when i got into a full time job i just thought it would be a piece of cake <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was not it was not you know mm-hmm. and uh, talking in front of people i know people say that's the biggest you know fear they have and i think that's mm-hmm. what mine was too i think maybe one on one i was all right but then when i got in front of 30 people or 40 people i still remember i had 5 by 5 by 3x5 cards wrote, wrote out my presentation wow. <laughs> uh-huh. wow you know and yeah it just kind of started from there and then i got better and better and better but the big mm. thing was i had to go back to the manual the company had given us a nice organizational manual to memorize things and practice which i didn't do it which i did not oh, do it. and uh-huh. that's why i was a failure oh i see mhm so you worked in the sales job in that time so how did you first find out about the real estate industry and what made you want to join that industry good point you know when we moved we were in ohio back, back then when we lived my wife and i got married and we came out here to the bay area mm-hmm. some of our friends were talking about real estate so we got introduced to concept of maybe getting your home first which we bought it for 99000 dollar mm-hmm. way back when right you know mm-hmm. but then we said you know maybe it's good idea to get a rental so that the tenant or the resident can pay for the mortgage and that way you'll mm-hmm. be able to save some money from the rental income we call it right rental income mm-hmm. minus expenses that made sense to us so we kept you know buying some homes over there in modesto we bought mm-hmm. four homes in bakersfield i remember we even built wow. a home there and sold it then we went to arizona we bought some over there <laughs> so wow. like you know georgia texas but mm-hmm. when i came across the concept of multifamily which was in 2004 2004 or 5 that's when it just made sense that you know that we could maybe make more profit or more mm-hmm. cash flow if we bought wow. apartment buildings wow so how did you first come up with the money to buy those first homes was it money that you saved from your first job as a sales person or yes, you are was so it uh, borrowed money No it was actually we didn't really borrow in our life we didn't kind of uh-huh. in that that much so we were saving you're right yeah back then also you could buy a home i still remember this is a very spectacular thing i'm going to share we bought a place in three bedroom i think a uh, house single family home in modesto california many years back this is like 1990s uh, maybe right and 65000 was the total price and we put down only 11000 so almost oh, wow. like 15% plus the closing cost and that home over the next 5 years went so high over $300000 wow 65 became 300000 that was amazing wow. for us to see the value growth uh-huh. you know and then we uh-huh. refinanced it So when we refinanced it we took out the money about 250,000 I think. Uh-huh. We got out. We only paid 11,000, remember? Wow, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So 
you can keep building up with the more money that you make from these houses and the profit you use to buy some more houses and then make more money from it and then that's how you got to where you are today so true so very true wow you're saying Thailand is amazing i would love to share with your audience you know please please look into this and you know become an entrepreneur and one of the book which is really amazing is but by robert kiyosaki robert kiyosaki rich dad poor dad rich dad poor dad is a great book maybe your audience would love to pick one up and it will change your mind it will change your life actually you know because he talks about how you can have streams of income you know along with doing a w2 job along with learning all the things it's good to have some other businesses also that's what he talks about mm mm-hmm. great that's like really like an interesting topic to get into if somebody wants to get into this field and want to start off what's your advice to them for like first starting out good point you know actually uh the key thing i find is savings it's good to be able to save you know try to uh, work as an intern in the field that you really want to i, I don't know what the age group of your you know audience mm-hmm. all the way from high school to college to yeah. you know all the yeah. way sure so the key yeah. thing is keep in mind that you know the more you are able to save uh, that's going to help you to invest that money and nowadays i mean you know once you become 18 years of age you are adult so you can actually get into a program which will allow you to put very little money down like we say down payment and then you can buy like a you know duplex or a triplex maybe by the age of 20 i just say mm-hmm. 2021 kind of like that so that mm-hmm. way the biggest way to do that is if your parents are helping and you are able to bring in you're bringing some ideas to them and if they have some savings maybe they'll partner with you also that mm-hmm. way you could get a rental duplex mm-hmm. i really mm-hmm. like the duplex idea because then mm-hmm. you have two tenants right mm-hmm. and if only one leaves the other one is still there mm-hmm. in family home once somebody leaves oh oh then you have a 100% vacant right yeah and then you yeah. get a new person so that's why i kind of teach that it's good to go duplex or triplex or fourplex because oh, then wow. your chances of having it empty or vacant are very reduced wow so <clears throat> that's some great advice for starting out and for your position since you came into the United States with like almost nothing yeah. and you built it to where it is today there's a lot of people in the United States that are also like that who don't have much right now so your advice is to save and get a job and keep saving and then when you make enough money then start or like when you save enough money then you start buying properties and I, yeah and then um reselling them totally and you know the good part also is like once you become 18 19 20 you're so young you're so you know energy is there and we mm-hmm. can utilize the energy by maybe getting a fixer upper we call it right in real estate mm-hmm. you know the ugliest uh you know property in the neighborhood where people want to sell it at a little bit less price 
but you can uh-huh. put your sweat equity, I call it, right? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. way you could get something and you could put a new flooring or paint the inside or outside, do the garden, you know, landscaping and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you can actually, you know, make it better. And that's when you can wow. lease it up, we call it or rent it so that you can uh-huh. make positive cash flow. But the good part is if you get a small property, but you are adding value, we call it, right? By doing mm-hmm. the curb appeal or doing the paintings and outside things and like that, the value goes up, then you refinance it. Refinance mm-hmm. it, take the money out of the refinance, then buy another one, then buy another one, right? So. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to start wow. putting the money more and more and more. Real estate is one thing which is amazing in this country. The thing about it is it's a leverage investment. What do I mean by that? In stock market, if you want to buy Google stock, how much it is, you'll buy one and you have to pay the whole price of the stock to the stock broker and discount broker or stock broker, then you'll buy one share, right? But in real estate, if you want to buy a house, house is worth, let's say 100, not really 100, let's say 200,000. But out of that 70 to 80% of the 200,000, almost 140,000 will be given as a loan by the bank. You know, because it's such a secure investment. That's why they do it. Because they know that the house is not going to wipe out or, you know, it's not going to go away, you know, or things like that. Whereas the stock market goes up and down, right? So not the banks will give you money, you know, well, margin calls and options are there, but that's more risky. But in the real estate, it's good to just, you know, get that leverage. That's the word leverage, because you might only have to put 20% down or even three and a half percent down. Somebody just told me because government has some programs, United States government, where the first time buyer, first time buyer can only put very little down, three and a half percent or something down of the 200,000. That's only $6,000. That's it. You know, but you have to have, of course, you know, job to qualify for the loan and everything. But the idea is right, you know, where you could do small, small improvements, make the profit, refinance, then put that money to buy more and more and more. Let me share with you another model. That's the model I've been doing. It's called syndication model. What is syndication? In simple terms, it's pooling of the money of your friends and family legally, and then buying bigger apartments or lot more homes or things like that. Because now you're not limiting to the money that you have saved yourself, but you can legally combine the money of family, friends, people who have retired, their money also. That's what we started doing it, by the way. And now, we have on the peak, we had 3,800 apartment buildings. Oh no, apartment units, apartment units. And covering about $300 million. You say, what? 
<laughs> in a 300 million. That's so true. So true. Actually, as a matter of fact, I don't want to boast or anything, but these are wow. our apartment complexes. <laughs> wow. So for people that are listening, uh, Vinny just showed me a picture of all of his apartment complexes that he has. And there's a lot on the, <laughs> there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Uh, wow. So you talked a lot about your process and like the methods that you use. And we heard a lot about your past and your past job experiences and how they helped you today. Sure. So I want to touch on what is your daily schedule kind of like as someone that works in real estate is it changing like every day or is it the same thing every day or what is that schedule kind of like for someone that works in real estate sure definitely again you know in real estate you could be also like selling and buying homes right you know mm -hmm. in my field it's the multifamily we call it or apartments investing syndication and managing management also so I own like two acquisition companies and two management companies where we have done about 27 acquisitions. That's the number, 27. Mm -hmm. And what we do myself on a daily basis, you know, of course, I do the miracle morning in the morning, exercise mm -hmm. and everything. And then uh, miracle morning, by the way, is a great, great thing. I hope your audience will just Google that or go to YouTube. How? Elrod has written a great book called Miracle Morning. And it's amazing when to what to do in the morning to pay gratitude, to do some yoga mm -hmm. or do some exercise and align yourself kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But then after I do that and all, then I come back into my office after, you know, breakfast and all. But then our meetings go on with brokers, with my personnel. We have about... 55 people full-time in our wow. these two companies the new ones wow. you know and uh, so we do zoom meetings by the way because i live in wow. san francisco they are in uh -huh. texas they're in florida they're in georgia atlanta uh -huh. all that <laughs> wow so your properties are not only in california they're all over this country yes they are especially the apartment complexes they're very, very expensive in the Bay Area, San Francisco mm -hmm. Bay Area, mm -hmm. and so forth. So I made a decision about 14 years back to go to Texas. So oh, wow. we've been buying lots of buildings over there, almost 24 of them we bought wow. over there. Then we bought two in Atlanta. Then we just bought in June, end of June, in Florida. And we are planning mm -hmm. to buy some more in Florida now you know, or wow. Florida. And uh, the good part is that it's a pretty exciting job. And not only we manage our own uh, assets, which keeps us busy, because uh -huh. one thing is you have to raise money because mm -hmm. if you're buying $10 million product, right? $10 million mm -hmm. apartment complex, you have to raise almost $3 million. <laughs> That's a lot of money, mm -hmm. uh, right? mm -hmm. but we have investors who have really enjoyed association with mm -hmm. us. And mm -hmm. now I can raise about seven to $8 million in a day or wow. two from my investors, you know? Wow. So it came wow. with a lot of hard work. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. So can you touch a bit on some of the more 
hardworking things that you've done and like some maybe failures that you've overcome because I'm assuming it's not really easy to just do all of this in like one go. There's probably a lot of hard work that you put into it and a lot of failures and a lot of mistakes that you overcame. Yeah. So can you touch upon like some different maybe mistakes that first-time real estate people in the real estate industry do in, when they're starting off and how to like, avoid different mistakes? Totally, totally, Jalen. You are so right, you know. Success is not overnight at all. Never it is. I mean, you know, it's a journey. Success is always a journey. And always you are learning from your mistakes, challenges. The key thing is you are moving forward, moving forward, you know, so that mm -hmm. you don't do the same mistakes again. Like in my case, we, we didn't know anybody, right, who will give us the money to invest with. So that was the challenge, big challenge when I didn't know anybody around here. I got one person referred me to one person and I went there in the living room and sat down and I showed them a PowerPoint presentation, why wow. apartments are really good investments. But they uh -huh. asked me really tough questions. They said, are you going to move to Texas? I said, no. Do you have any experience yet? I said, no. They say, oh, do you have, you know, like, would you be managing the asset? We said, no, we hired a company over there. So a lot of things were no, 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 no. But my enthusiasm was there and uh -huh. feel it. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, I can feel it too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> you know, so they yeah. said at end of 30 minutes or so, they said, Vinny, we'll put 50,000 with you. And we believe in you. Wow. And then it's so exciting that, you know, I was able to really, they, I kept them up, you know, with the uh, process and everything. Of course, I had uh -huh. raised $1 million at that time, many years back, 14 years back, I think. But then uh -huh. the same person who gave me 50,000 increased it to 125,000. Oh, wow. In the same deal, in the same deal. Wow. You know, and it was just one of our very good yeah. deals that we did it also. 109 wow. apartment units with 101 storage units kind of together. Uh -huh. And wow. we were able to give over 40%. Oh my God, I still remember wow. that. So my investors made over 40% per year, per year. So those who gave me 100,000 over the next five years or six years, I think, we gave them 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's a lot. So now that you are more successful, do you have that job where you are investing in other people's? Yes. You're so right. You're so very right. Yeah. You know, like we are also investing, our children are also investing along with other investors. And we work as a sponsor. Sponsor is oh, like wow. we do all the hard work, you know, Tillen. Uh -huh. But then I'm on the loan. I sign the loan. We manage it. But 70% of the cash flow and equity gain, we give it to the investors. So wow. that's a good thing. We are giving them a big uh -huh. chunk of our hard work, which is good because they are mm -hmm. bringing the money, you know, mm -hmm. to buy mm -hmm. these mm -hmm. nice big apartment complexes. So we mm -hmm. try to give them about 20%, 18 to 24% uh, IRR, we call it, internal rate mm -hmm. of return. That's a little bigger, you know, uh, ratio. Uh -huh. But also we try to, we tell them annual return with the cash flow and the equity gain. 
equity gain is when we sell the apartment complex, right? We sell mm -hmm. it in four or five years. So the price has gone up. That's the difference of the gain that we share 70% with the investors also. So oh, wow. All together, they end up making 18 to 26. You know, only two, three times, maybe four times, I think, we have given over 40% also because that deal was really good. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so your background, like your first job was in sales and you didn't really know that much about real estate. You said when you were younger, you didn't know that much about it. Yeah. So how did you learn about all of the different terminologies and all these little things that people wouldn't normally know things like IRR and equity, all of that kind of stuff. How did you first learn about all that? Oh, amazing. I'm so glad you asked that question. What happens is, you know, I'm the kind of person I want to really become a student of anything I do. And that's a good mm -hmm. habit to have because when I was doing fundraising or motivation speaking, I was going to Dale Carnegie, you know, reading books and course, Toastmasters, wow. I joined the Toastmasters. That gave me the skills how to use the hands, like I use quite a lot. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Flexion of voice and talking with the eyes and things like that, you know. But then when I got into sales, I read the book by Tom Hopkins. It's a great book, How to Master the Art of Selling Anything. It's a wonderful classic book in any of your audience, if they would like to, you know, really get good at answering objections and taking rejection and how to really, you know, build confidence in sales. It's a wonderful book, you know? So you're right. I had to learn lots of tricks in this business. Also, I paid a lot of money to get coached by people who were good in apartment investing that's the word you know so i did put some money you know in my education i believe mm. in that you know i like tony rob tony robbins zig ziglar jim Rohn. uh magic of thinking big is a beautiful book napoleon hill uh Ch charlie tremendous jones you know uh, think and grow rich is a wonderful book by the way amazing book I would highly recommend your audience to, you know, uh, get a copy. But the best thing is, I would love to also give a couple of more pointers. Please go to YouTube, go to YouTube, and you just put down Zig Ziglar or Jim Rohn or mm -hmm. Tony Robbins or anybody, you know, motivational speakers, right? And mm -hmm. so many great free videos will come right in front of your eyes and then just spend time wow. listening to what they are saying because mm -hmm. they really will give so many great nuggets how to really control our attitude our mindset how to think big how to be you know good to other people and all those good things neil carnegie's book how to win friends and influence people great book you know so lots mm -hmm. of great uh, items are there for us just to do google if you do google and you'll find so many great powerpoints and mm. you know pdf even the books by the way nowadays you don't even have to buy the books you could just say zig ziglar pdf book or mm. name of the book just go to amazon and look at the name of the book and then you can put it on the internet 
maybe somebody, many of these people, you know, our mentors have given free copies also, digital copies. Wow. Yeah. So it just depends on if you really want to learn it or not. It. And yeah. that's like, that's like your motivation. It's based on like your motivation to want to learn it or not is based on your success. You know, I would say, and I didn't know anything. I'm so glad you mentioned it. IRR, LOI, letter of intent, cash on cash. I'm, I will admit it. I didn't know, know nothing 14 years back. Did not know anything. And now I know so much that I'm teaching other investors. Uh -huh. I have an wow. academy. I have a youth multifamily academy for the youth, which is free, by the way. Your audience mm -hmm. can just Google yeah. Vinnie Chopra Youth Academy. Please come in there and you it's all free. The other part is I also teach other investors now the things that I've learned, my templates, my PowerPoints, my, you know, uh, the, all these docs I've developed because I've yeah. really done all right, you know, uh, $300 million portfolio now, you know, that yeah, uh, wow. managing. Yeah. Wow. So for somebody that wants to go in, a teenager that's listening to this right now and they really want to do this, oh, I really want to go into this real estate industry. Yes. What is your first advice to them? Like what kind of personality traits do you need to have? What do you need to learn to be successful in the industry? Okay, very good point. I would say definitely, uh, you know, if you are a go-getter, right? I mean, first thing is you've got to have good goals, right? You want to mm. read upon it, and there's lots of things on the internet. You know, read up on multifamily, apartment investing. I would highly, highly recommend anybody listening to me, please look at single families also good, but duplex or fourplex will get you better returns. So you do want to, first of all, make up your mind that you're going to immerse yourself in the free time, right? because you're you know, doing other things, you're going to school, you're doing all that, but don't watch too much TV, don't waste too much time at all, but just concentrate and have that passion to really, mm. really, you know, look at, uh, you know, what you want to do in real estate. I, I, if I may, I would love to share with you, and uh, it's not that hard at all, it's on Kindle, we even had it for 99 cents, I think it's $4 now, but it's a great, great book, which teaches lots of my mm. ideas that I've been, oh, nobody will be able to see it, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah. say the title, tell, tell everybody the title of your book. Oh, it's called My Journey from $7 to $250 million Portfolio, which I just bought $50 million, another apartment complex. It's a number wow. one international bestseller in just two months, in just two months. Wow. It's called Apartment Syndication Made Easy by Vinny Smile Chopra. <laughs> you know, I would like to say that, you know, the big thing is we want to be happy in life and we can be happy with what we have right now. And that's where we have to really also set bigger goals in life. See, uh -huh. we could be saying, okay, I'm content with this one, but always it's good to grow. I say, yeah. You know, you definitely want to grow. You want to set yourself up for bigger and bigger and bigger things in life. And that can happen by writing down the goals. 
and holding yourself accountable if these goals are good goals and you are committed to it put a deadline to it then come back and see if you have achieved them affirmations are amazing affirmations as the word says you are kind of writing yourself in present tense having already accomplished like if you want to do this or that you write down affirmation of i'm already doing it i'm already you know enjoying the fruit of my labor i'm already doing investing in duplex or things like that right the big thing is also the mindset please 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 don't take anything for granted you definitely want to feed your mind in between the years i call it right in between the years wow. <laughs> our mind uh-huh. we feed so much right our mouth i mean food yeah. you know breakfast lunch dinner snacks everything right but our mind also needs food and that's what really makes it very exciting not to just watch television or listen to M- music is good in a certain time of the day but please listen to podcasts p o d c a s t s podcasts are free and they are on android phones they are on iphones also and you could choose the kind that you really get you you know to learn some skills that's what i say you know that way uh, mm-hmm. one will be able to use those items that you are learning you're implementing them in your daily life to grow and become a better person mm. wow so that was your advice to people that want to work in this industry so i would say so i would say so it's not that rocket science at all i'm so glad you brought it up again because people feel like you know what i don't know but guess what there is so much information out there you know on the internet free information that you can learn that youtube is the best friend really i've learned so much from youtube and people are experts in different fields my videos also lots of videos i have lectured like 700 lectures or so now and lot of them is all free for you you know just google me just google vinny chopra v i n n e y vinny chopra and then you will find lots mm. of good ideas you know wow what what do you think is something that you don't really like that much about real estate and if you could you would want to change it good point good point you know like you had asked me about the challenges i've had quite a few challenges in my career with the real estate also qualification of the loans the due diligence finding you know foundation problems in the home all that but all those things can be mitigated we call it you know by doing better uh, inspections and things like that right the the big thing is i would say that one should always be true to what you are trying to accomplish um you know what i mean by that is you know a lot of time we get bombarded with so many ideas right <laughs> but we need to just stay the course and that's what i think my reason of uh, having success a little bit success in multifamily is because i just kept my blinders on and i kept on learning kept on talking and then talking to the brokers that is where the good properties come 
right? I could do campaign. I could do letter writing or email campaign or phone call campaign to the sellers of the apartment buildings, but majority of them go through brokers. So building relationship with the broker was quite challenging in the starting, you know, that was one thing. The other thing, which, like I said, you know, the syndication model, which I adopted is pooling of the money together. So to build that trust with the investors, it's the hard thing in the first, in the beginning, mm, because mm, mm-hmm. it's hard for somebody to give you a check for 5,000 yeah. or 10 or 20 yeah. or 50. Now people give me $500,000 check. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like half a million. Wow. You know, it's amazing because they've seen the trust. They've seen who I am, where I am. Yeah. And I've given them great returns. So the, wow. You know? Yeah. And this is like one of the last questions, but what do you want to do in the future? Do you want to keep doing this? Do you want to take your talents like a different industry or what else do you want to do in the future? That's a good point. Very good point. You know, my passion is really strong right now also because U.S. Wow. is becoming more and more of the renter's nation. What do I mean by that is that a lot of millennials and generation XYZ, you know, all of them, they are also becoming, they want to live in apartments, B-class, C-class apartments, not owning the home so that they don't have to mow the lawn, you know, and then have nice facilities with the exercise room and cafes and things in the apartment community and swing pool, nice dog park, tennis courts, things like that. So it's becoming investors nation. So I am really feeling big urge to, you know, I'm like, I'm a baby boomer, right? So we're retiring also, I don't want to retire, but I want to, help other retirees, other baby boomers to invest money and get good returns for their lifestyle. That's the word I'm looking for. You know, we enjoy traveling. We enjoy, you know, doing things and, uh, you know, all the things, you know, the money can bring and charities give money to and so forth. So my desire right now is to educate a lot of investors to do what I'm doing and also to help my other fellow, you know, friends and relatives and all to invest into multifamily to get great returns, which they would not get otherwise. So mm-hmm. are my two purposes, you know? Yeah. So this is my last question to yeah. you. We always see on TV and the media, the lives of rich people and what materialistic lives are like. So since you have a life that is kind of like that do you feel like the same amount of happiness as when say you had like seven dollars in your pocket and now you have 200 million you know i'm so glad you're asking that question to be truthful actually we are very contented you know we have uh, two children, Neil and Monica, and my wife and I, and mm-hmm. we have other siblings and family. And uh, we were mm-hmm. happy. You know, when I came here, I came here with a purpose. And it took a lot of ups and downs, of course. But then we kept our mind right and everything. And we lived just outside Black Hawk Country Club for 28 years. 28 wow. years. But I had a dream that maybe one day, if I'm able to afford, 
we would love to move into the country club <laughs> <laughs> wow so so we did move about 3 4 wow. months back and we enjoy that you know and we have given to charities we have traveled yeah. like we just came from japan then we went to canada wow. we are going to toronto and other places you know so those things wow. come with a little bit extra money when you are yeah. able to but happiness is what you have right now just like i meant before yeah. one needs to be happy and contented with what we have but always have expectation to do better always wow. have expectations wow. don't get frustrated at all set yourself some goal and then analyze it whether you accomplished it give yourself pat on the back if you didn't do it or what happened and then do it again to reach that goal and then grow and grow and grow and grow that's how it's the fact of life you know you want to say you know i i did this much this year how can i become a better person right how can mm -hmm. i do 2x or 3x or 5x wow all right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much to Vinny for going on the podcast and talking about his inspirational story of how he started this real estate journey and sharing a bit about his advice from his experiences and what has made him successful. So thank you so much, Vinny. I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. And thank you to Vinny for coming on and talking about his journey. If you want to check out more from Vinny, he does have a website. It is vinnychopra.com. And if you want to learn more about his journey, he also has a podcast and he has a book called Apartment Syndication Made Easy, a step-by-step -step guide. So that's a few of the places where you can find him. Y'all can also find him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. He is very active on social media and that's where you can reach him. Other than that, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.